Hello, welcome to the Is It Just Me podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angie Inge. This podcast will entail truthful, transparent conversation about everyday life and the lessons learned. This podcast is for everyone from teenagers to the elderly, although some topics may be rated R, every topic is based on living life and learning life lessons. Today's discussion, we're going to talk about parenting. And before I get into parenting, I always like to state this disclaimer that I am not an expert and everything that's discussed is the independent opinion and reality of myself. The one thing in life that there is no real schooling for is becoming a parent. And being a parent is one of the hardest jobs that no one had to go to school for or learn how to be. Parenting can be emotionally and physically exhausting. And parenting does not come with the manual. And you have to figure out what skills you're going to use to be the best parent to your child. Parenting is one of the hardest jobs that we as parents, for those of you who are parents, has had. Let me not say we, let's say for most. Because we did not have to go to school to learn how to be a parent. It's something that we didn't go to school to perfect. It's something that you're taught Basically, the majority of the things that you're taught while parenting is trial and error. Every child is different, and there's no two children that are the same. Parenting can definitely be emotionally and physically exhausting, depending on your situation, your child. Parenting does not come with a manual, and being a parent, you have to figure out what skills you're going to use so that you can be the best parent to your child. We're going to discuss the different parenting styles that are out there. And we're going to discuss what's considered bad parenting and what is the overall goal of being a parent. Before we get started, let's define what defines parenting. And parenting, to become a parent, it's to provide and support the physical, emotional, social, spiritual, and cognitive development of a child from infancy to adulthood. Now, the the age range varies depending upon the culture and how you were raised. Some parents feel like once you turn 18, you're on your own. Some parents are always a parent and always help you out. That's just individualized. But according to the law, once a child turns 18, they're considered adulthood. I consider that young adulthood still teenager 18. So even though you have independence by law, I don't feel like at 18, you're mature enough to be considered an adult, even though by law you are. But according to the law, it's from infancy to adulthood, which would be 18. Now, there are different parenting styles. So when you're a parent, you might use a a mixture of these styles. You might just be one of these type of parents. Or you just might not even have any of these styles and you just figure it out as you go along. I'm not saying that's the best thing. I'm not saying that's the worst thing. However, there are some parenting styles that research has shown are not effective in being the parent. But we do have parents who have this parenting style. So the first parenting style is basically called a permissive parent. So if you're a permissive parent, it's more so like you're a child-driven parent. So You're one of those parents that will be considered your child's friend because the parenting style is child-driven. Everything is driven off of that child. So whatever the child wants to do, you really give rules. 
And if you do get rules, it's like they don't follow the rules because the child does what they want to do. So it's child driven, rarely gives or enforces rules, overindulges. So these would be the type of parents who like really, really have spoiled, spoiled children who get to do whatever the hell that they want to do. Now, some people might say, oh, those are rich kids, but it depends because we're not in their household. So we don't know if they have rules or not, but this is per permissive parenting is basically the child decides what the fuck they want to do, how they want to do it, when they want to do it. And you as the parent, you don't give rules. And if you do, you don't follow through with them and you overindulge. The next type of parenting style is authoritative. If you are an authoritative parent, you are a parent who solves problems with your child. You set clear rules and expectations and you have open communication. So that means you let your child know that we can talk about anything. We can discuss anything. You have open communication with your child. That's an authoritative parent. Then we have the neglectful parent, which is an uninvolved or absent parent, provides little nurture and guidance indifferent to the child's social, emotional, and behavioral needs. So if you're a neglectful parent, you're just an absent parent. You are not there to provide, protect, or teach anything to your child. And then we have authoritarian parents. If you're an authoritarian parent, these are considered the strict parents. So everything is parent-driven. You have set strict rules and punishment, and it's one-way communication. An authoritarian parent basically is whatever I say goes. My house, my rules type of thing. Now, of those four parenting styles, I'm going to speak on the type of parent that I am. And I'm not saying that I'm the best parent in the world. And I'm not saying that I'm the worst parent in the world, but I don't have one type of parenting style. And in raising my children, I realized that each child had to be parented different. So I had to use a different parenting style for each child. Now, the only parenting styles that I don't use are permissive and neglectful. So I'm a mixture between an authoritative and an authoritarian parent. I'm a mixture. I use both. And that's because each child had to be parented different. And I feel like if you're a permissive parent, you're not setting any boundaries for the kids. So therefore you're not teaching them accountability. So you're basically setting them up to fail. If everything basically is derived around what that child wants to do, that's not realistic because as they get older, the world doesn't revolve around them and they're going to have to follow some set of rules somewhere. Unless you're like crazy wealthy and want to do what the fuck you want to do. But even wealthy people have to follow some type of rules. So... I feel a permissive parent is, is an effective parenting because you're setting your child up for failure in the long run. Again, this is all just my opinion and no, I am not an expert. So with me being an authoritative and an authoritarian parent, I have a mixture parenting style. I had to learn to parent according to the child as opposed to just having one parenting style for all kids because each child is different. I have one child that I never had to spank. I tell him what it is. I yell at him. I get after him. He gets it. He's one of those kids that he's going to learn from the mistake of his siblings. But then I had another child who I really had to give strict rules and guidance and punish and do things like that. So it all depends on the child.
So that's why I have a mixture of the authoritative and the authoritarian style. Parenting does not come with the manual and it's not something that you go to school to study to become, as I said in the beginning. So when you're a parent, you have to figure out the type of parent that you want to be for your child, depending on the goals of a parent that you set, because everybody's parenting goals are not the same. When you're a parent, the the main goal should be to make sure that you're a parent who is providing care, consistency, choice, and consequences. And I say that because if you're that type of parent and you're providing those things to your child, they're going to grow up to understand that for every action, there's a reaction and there's consequences for their action. If you're a parent who's just laid back and as permissive and letting the kid figure things out and do what they want to do, sometimes, you know, you still might have a kid that knows that there's consequences for their action, but it's basically, they're going to have it hard because you're setting them up for failure, having them thinking that everything is the way that they want it to be. Being a permissive parent is child driven. So it's everything based off of what that child wants to do. And that's not reality. And that's not life. Every child is different. You have to parent according to each child individually. Again, you can have a mixture of parenting styles. There's no law or no rule that states you have to be a permissive parent or you have to be an authoritative parent or you have to be an authoritarian parent. There's nothing that states that that's the best type of parenting to be. However, you have to know your child and you have to parent your child according to your child. Of course, growing up, you know, Everything is trial and error. And sometimes we mimic or we learn from our parents and our parents didn't always do everything right. Let's be clear. A lot of stuff was done wrong because lack of knowledge, they didn't know, or just plain ignorance or just generational bullshit traumas and curses that just carried on from one generation to the next to where it was nobody to sit back and be like, Hey, this is not how it's supposed to be done. So Once you have the knowledge and you're aware that something is not effective, you can be that person to change it. And that goes with parenting as well. You can be the one to change it. If your parent was a parent who was a permissive parent and it did not work and every child that your parent parented with being a permissive parent, there was an issue. Clearly being a permissive parent didn't work. So you need to change that parenting style and don't be a permissive parent because your mother was a permissive parent because obviously that wasn't the type of parent that was effective in your household if there's issues with all of the children that your mother parented as a permissive parent. I don't like to call individuals bad parents, but the reality is there are some bad parents out there. And in my opinion, what I consider bad parenting is you're ineffective, you're neglectful, you're you're abusive, emotionally, physically, verbally abusive. Now, I'm going to go back to the abusive part because there are some individuals who feel like spanking your child is a form of abuse as opposed to a form of discipline. If you're a parent who uses spanking as a form of discipline, hey, I don't see anything wrong with that. And again, that's just me. And I'm not saying that spanking works for every kid because it doesn't. Again. You have to parent each child individually. You may have a child that if you spank them, they get it. Then you may have a child that if you spank them, they don't get it. 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 So guess what? Then it's time to try something else because spanking them is not getting the change that you want 
for that behavior or for that issue or to get them to fall in line or to follow the rules, whatever it is that you use spanking a child for. Now, there's a fine line between spanking a child and abusing a child. When you spank your child as a form of discipline, the, the spanking is attached to them doing something wrong or not doing something that you said or something like that. When you're just beating on your kid for no reason and you're just beating on them, like you just wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're just beating your kids, that's abuse. There's a difference between discipline and abuse. So when I say abuse, I mean you are just abusing them, emotionally abusing them, physically abusing them, verbally abusing them. That's bad parenting. Now, if you're constantly telling your kid, you're fat, you're ugly, you're never going to be nothing, that's verbal abuse. But if you're telling your child something of the nature of that's the truth about them, and I know sometimes your kid might be fat, so let me let me reiterate. When you use something that's the truth to degrade somebody or to bring down their self-esteem, that's a form of abuse. But if you're using the truth to t teach your child a lesson or to tell them something, I don't feel like that's abuse. And I'm going to give you an example. You're going to school, you're 15 years old, and you're pregnant, and your kid gets pregnant. And you say to your kid, you don't have anything to offer this kid, so why would you want to have a baby? I don't consider that abuse. That is the truth. You're 15. What do you have to offer this baby? You have no job. You're not independent. You have no place to live. That is the truth. Now, you have a kid who's overweight. And you saying, oh, your, your ass is too motherfucking fat and you ain't never going to be nothing in life because you so motherfucking fat. That's abuse. So it's ways to where as things may be the truth and that individual may be fat and may be overweight, but there's other ways that you can say that as opposed to abusing it and turning it into something negative. So that's what I mean when I say abuse. And we have, again, being verbally, physically, emotionally abusive. Some individuals, some parents, they have learned that from their parents because that's how their parents raised them. Just because your parents or our parents did something doesn't mean that they did it right. So that's something that we have to unlearn. That's a behavior that if something is not working or something is not good or it's not positive, that's a behavior that we have to unlearn so that we can flip it and turn it around and move to more positive things. Being verbally, physically, emotionally abusive is a learned behavior because nobody just wakes up and decides just that they're just, nobody's born and say, hey, I'm going to be abusive when I'm being adult. That's learned behavior. Some parents learned that from their parents who learned that from their parents. That goes back to the generational curses and the generational traumas that we, and I say we because I'm a parent, that we inflict upon our children because our parents or our grandparents or their great-grandparents inflicted upon them. And there was nobody to say, you know what? This is wrong. I'm going to do things different when I have my children. There's nothing wrong with that because I know there's some individuals who broke generational curses. I'm one of them. And I'm not sitting here and want to sit on the pedestal like, yeah, I broke the generational curse in my family. No. It was just, I was that individual that noticed that wasn't right. And that wasn't something that we needed to be doing. So I was able to break the generational curse. My upbringing was a little different because my parents dealt with um, drug addiction and things like that. No, that's not an excuse for the generational traumas that was passed on to the children. But I'm just saying, when you are the individual to break 
a generational cycle, you have to be that individual that sits back and reflects and realizes that is wrong. That's not something that you want your kids to feel. That's like with men who didn't have their father in their lives. If you didn't have your father in your life and now you become a father, shouldn't you want to be a father to your child because you know how it is to not have your father in your life? But somewhere down the line, there's still some type of disconnect there because a lot of men who didn't have their fathers in their life are not the ones who break the generational curse of being a father to their children. They continue on and not be a father or be an absent parent or inconsistent parent because they haven't self-reflected on how has them not having a father affected them so much. Where there are some gentlemen who did break that generational trauma and they're like you know what i didn't have my father in my life so when i'm a parent i'm going to be an active parent in my child's life because i know how that feels to not have my children in my life so there's certain things with being a parent that you have to realize that just because it was learned from generation to generation doesn't mean that it was correct the goal of parenting for everyone is not the same Everyone does not have the same goal or goals when it comes to parenting. But for me, my goal is to raise loving, productive, respectful, successful, well-rounded children who do not have to recover from their childhood. That's not the goal for everyone else. That's my goal as a parent. I always say I try to be the kind of person that I want my kids to be. And I was not always an individual that I would say I wanted my children to be. And when I self-reflected and I looked at the things that I was doing in the way that I was operating and how I was so angry and things like that, I did not want my children to grow up to be that way. I started making the changes within myself so that I can be a better person because I want my children to grow up to be the type of person that I am. I would want my children to be like me and I would want them to teach their children to be like them because when you're a good person and you produce good children, it's just putting good people out in the world. Even though this world is motherfucking crazy, there's a bunch of motherfucking crazy people out here, that still doesn't take away from the type of person that I am. Being a parent, you can do everything right as a parent. And when I mean everything right, you can support them emotionally, mentally, physically. You can make sure you provide for them. Make sure that they have the best of everything. You're teaching them. You're giving them knowledge. You're instilling morals and values and all of those things in your children. And your children will go against everything that you taught them. And being a parent, I learned that sometimes kids will go against everything you have tried to instill in them. But as long as you know you have done everything in your power to be a good supportive parent, trying to instill morals and values in your child so that they can grow up to be positive, productive adults, and they, and they still turn out wrong, as long as you know that you have done your best, that's all that you can do. All you can do is your best as a parent. And some people's best may not align with other people's best, but at some point, you have to not give a fuck what other people think about you as a parent because you know that you're doing your best. As long as you know that you have done everything in your power to be a good parent, to, to raise a respectful, productive child, and your child still wants to go left and still wants to go against everything that you're instilling in them, there's no need for you to feel any type of way or any regret on what you've done as a parent because you have done your best. 
my kids can't guilt trip me into anything about the type of parent that I was to them because I know the type of parent that I was to them, well, that I am to them, excuse me, not was, because I have young adults, so I'm just saying, they're older now, but they can't guilt trip me into anything because I know that I was a good parent to them. So when you know that you've done everything and you were a good parent to your child and your child still goes left, all you can do is be happy and accept that sometimes our children want to learn the hard way for whatever reason that is. I don't know what it is and I still don't understand it. I, I guess that's just the world because if everyone learned from someone else's mistakes, maybe this world wouldn't be such a fucked up world. But as a parent, as long as you know that you have done your absolute best to instill values, morals, and to teach them to be respectful, to, to be independent, and they still choose to go left, all you can do is know you have done your best. Parenting does not come with the manual. I cannot say that enough. You just have to find the parenting style that works for you and do your best for your child. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Is It Just Me podcast. I hope you join me next week when we talk about children. Next episode, we're going to get into these children.